I'm Leanna Shields, and you're listening to The Cozy Sleuth. Today, Snoops and Sleuths, I have with me Cheryl Dugan, here to talk about her books, writing, and all things cozy. Cheryl, would you like to introduce yourself to my Snoops and Sleuths? Yes, thank you, Leanna, for having me on your show, and uh, hello to all of, you, all of your listeners. I'm delighted to be here. Leanna's asked me to tell you a little bit about uh, the books that I write. They're a little bit... Um, non-traditional cozy mystery in the sense that there aren't murders in my books and they don't take place in small villages either they they actually take place on cruise ships so the first series uh, takes place on river cruises around europe Uh, the first one is from um, budapest to amsterdam the second book is set on a river cruise from lyon to avignon The third cruise is set uh, on a book that starts in Paris and ends up in the Swiss Alps. And then the fourth book uh, takes place on a river in Portugal. So it's it's been fun to uh, write about different settings, places that I've been and people that I've met uh, on some of these river cruises and just, uh, just a real joy to join with other cozy mystery readers and other authors in the cozy mystery world. The settings sound awesome. I mean, when you say they're not traditional cozies in that setting, I don't know, in a way they are, because wouldn't you say like cruises are small communities in and of itself? (laughs) Yes, that's exactly right, Leanna. That's the conclusion I came to when I started writing Cozy Mysteries. And I thought um, they are communities in their their own right. And there are the same kinds of things. Uh, My characters quite often meet around the coffee station uh, (laughs) on the ship, or they'll uh, quite often uh, get in trouble actually out on the deck. And so (laughs) like a small town mystery, you've got your local meeting places and and then you've got your local characters as well. And I've had some uh, feedback from people who, from readers who like cozy mysteries and like to cruise. And they often comment about how relatable the stories are and how they've run into these characters in their travels or in their local communities. So I think the the setting makes it a little bit different, but the traditional tropes, the, the conventions, the ideas that all of us love within our cozy mysteries, I think are still there. So it makes it fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. And really, no matter the setting you pick for your cozies, they all have their pieces that they fit together. The small town gathering place, the... <laughs> yes, that, that's right. And and I think the um, character developments can be similar as well. You know, in a, in a traditional cozy mystery village, you might have the newcomer come in. Everyone else has established relationships. But there's always something new and fresh with a new person. And that's what I've tried to introduce in, in my books. The same uh, key characters, the same four women, travel together on in each of these stories. Uh, but there's always some interesting passengers that they run into um, that bring just an added element of, of mystery into what they're doing. Uh, my main character, Adele, she's in her 60s. And the very first time she went on a river cruise, she was filling in for another friend as a tour host. And so she ended up sharing a cabin with a a woman, Barbara, who is in her 30s. 
And as it turned out, Barbara is a private investigator. My main character, Adele, has been retired. She's bored in retirement. And she gets a lot of uh, kicks, a lot of fun helping Barb solve some of the cases that Barb is investigating. So much so that by the fourth book in the River Cruise series, Barb has hired Adele uh, to work with her. So I call her the senior associate <laughs> in Barbara's <laughs> practice. <laughs> it was a lot of fun in, in that particular book, how, how she ended up um, earning her senior associate business card. <laughs> <laughs> and then in the second series, uh, they are expanding their world by uh, going on ocean cruises. And Barb, Barbara, and Adele, uh, they're joined always by two sisters, Debbie and Tilly. So, so Tilly, she's in her mid-70s, and her younger sister, 12 years younger, is Debbie. Debbie's really outgoing, an extrovert, and Tilly is your practical prairie farm person <laughs> who brings a lot of pragmatic wisdom and a lot of well, I think kind of funny sayings and, and approaches to what's going on. And the key uh, that readers need to know about Tilly, the oldest character, is poor Tilly. She can't keep a secret for the life of her. Now that <laughs> causes lots of fun for Adele and, and Barb as they try and solve these mysteries while they're on board the ships. <laughs> oh, it sounds like. So is any of your writing inspired by your actual life? Yes. Uh, in fact, uh, I think all of it is. <laughs> my <laughs> friends who know me very well, they can uh, pick out the different characters and none of them are modeled on one person per se, uh, as any writer will do. It's, it's a collection of, you know, your own characteristics, your own strengths and, and weaknesses, and um, just a combination of what you see in the people around you. I will let you and your readers in on a secret, though. Uh, Tilly, who's in her 70s. She's modeled after my husband, Bob. <laughs> he, he has a lot of family sayings that make me laugh. And he brings a lot of practical wisdom into our day-to-day -day lives. He's the, he's the governor in my life. He's the one that slows me down and, and brings some practical, uh, some practical advice into all of my stories, actually. So my best friends, and, and now your listeners are in on the secret. Tilly's actually my <laughs> husband, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> well we won't tell him <laughs> okay. actually he knows he, he read the very first book and he goes you know Tilly sounds very familiar <laughs> which, I, which I thought was pretty funny <laughs> he's a good sport though he's he doesn't mind <laughs> do you have any advice for those who would want to write or write cozies specifically you know, uh, I, I was thinking about that question. I, I heard you ask a previous, um, a previous person on your show that question. So I, I gave some thought to it. And um, my thoughts are wide and varied, actually. Uh, when I started, I just wrote. And then I didn't really like what I wrote. So then I put it aside and I took some online university classes and uh, learned, you know, the, the different aspects of uh, writing a novel. And then I picked up the story again. And then I just started writing and quit worrying about it. Mm. And I think for me, I've just learned, I learned by doing. So the, the more I write, 
that the more I love it, it's just a passion of mine. I, I can't wait to get at my desk every morning. And um, I think I'm just, I would advise people learn by doing. And, you know, if you, if you struggle somewhere, there are so many resources out there, uh, including other authors, readers. Readers are very helpful. Uh, I like to I like to engage with my readers and, and find out what they think and learn from them. So I think just um, on my desk, I, I have a uh, I have a little motto that I wrote out for myself when I started this. And it's got three points to it. It, it says, savor the process. And none of these are in order, but it's savor the process. Have fun with it. Uh, the second one is embrace the grace because there's lots of grace um, every day. And so I want to embrace that grace. And then the third one is do the work. <laughs> you can't you can't get a book out there if you don't sit in your chair and write. And so those are the three, you know, the three things I look at each day in my writing practice is savor the process, enjoy every minute of it and embrace the grace, you know, just put your antenna up, it's out there. And do the work, get in your chair. <laughs> <laughs> That's some great advice. It One of my favorite things that I've seen when it comes to writing is always remember that when you're writing the first draft, you are just filling the sandbox so that you can eventually make sand castles. Ah, I love that. <laughs> yes, that's very good. That's very wise. <laughs> <laughs> it might not look like much, but eventually it will, through work, become a work of art sandcastle. <laughs> oh, exactly. You know, and I, I often think of... Um, uh, Michael, I think it was Michelangelo sculpting David, right? Where he said that, uh, you know, it, it wasn't him. He was saying the sculpture was within the stone itself. He had to just chip around and find it. <laughs> I think there's a lot of that to be said in writing as well. I mean, just this morning, I was I was um, considering a scene that I'm writing in my in my sixth book, and. I was struggling with that scene and so I went for a walk that's what I often do when I'm when I'm struggling I'm not really not really clear on where I'm going I think okay I'm gonna go for a walk and then when I came back I thought no you're working at this too hard this scene's already there just write it so I just <laughs> wrote it and sure enough it was you know when I finished it was exactly what what fit uh, the book at that point so yeah there's every day there's different ways of looking at it <laughs> <laughs> So do you have a favorite character or would you get in trouble with your other characters? You know, they're, they're all favorites at different times. Um, <laughs> I think I've already spoke to my fondness for Tilly. Um, I'm quite fond of Barbara too, because my main character uh, finds Barbara very aloof, uh, very grating and very just kind of standoffish. And yet the more we get to know Barbara, the more we understand where she's coming from and, and appreciate that she is who she is for a reason. And uh, behind all of that bravado, she's actually a, a, a gentle soul. And so from time to time, she's my um, character that just makes me angry. And then, you know, I'll turn around and go, oh, well, wait a minute. Now I understand her better. And and and, and I try and illustrate that with uh, with the with the readers too. I know I've had feedback from readers that say, gosh, your characters are so relatable. You know, I can relate to what's going on there. And I, well, thank you. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> yeah. So they're all fun. They're all my favorites at different times. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, I can relate to that. It when you have quite a few characters, it's hard to pick a specific favorite. It depends on the project you're working on. That's right. <laughs> do, do you have a favorite character at this time? Oh, right now. Oh, I'd have to say at this moment, it's probably my main character. Okay. I'm enjoying getting to know a new facet of her. I'm enjoying seeing how she handles some of those situations I have in store for her. <laughs> <laughs> That's the fun part, isn't it? I mean, as, as writers, we develop these characters and, and they tend to take on a life of their own, you know, and it's it's that proverbial peeling the onion, you know, as you as you put them in different situations, you do see different facets of their characters. And uh, it's been it's been challenging at this at the start, I must admit, to put my characters into tough situations. But now I'm having more fun doing that because I know they'll get out of it, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and I'm currently working on the fourth book in my series. So it's like I've followed her from when you first meet her in book one to situation she has to handle in book two to book three had some new situations. I don't want to say them all because I don't want to spoil it for readers who haven't gotten the book yet, which if you haven't, what are you waiting for? (laughs) (laughs) And now book four is probably my most fun to write because I've, created a a mystery where it looks so much like an accident that the police don't even want to get involved looking into it oh that sounds good that sounds very interesting (laughs) well done (laughs) so now I'm like okay eventually the police are gonna have to get involved with this how (laughs) (laughs) and and that's the fun of writing mysteries right because even for the author it's a mystery you know, sometimes I get up in the morning and, and I have my outline. I know how the story ends. They always end happily, right? That's the that's right. joy of writing cozy mysteries. <laughs> but there's sometimes I get up and I wonder, hmm, how is she going to get out of this jam? <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then she does. And, you know, that's, that's the mystery that uh, awaits at our desks every morning. And I love it. I love the process. <laughs> right. And it is all part of the process of eventually we figure out the murder we figure out the the twists the turns the red herrings yes 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 i'm having fun with my second series uh, they are you know as all series are each book can be a standalone because they're standalone in the different locations that they're in but the next book uh, will involve the character uh, from the previous book that you wouldn't think would be in the next book, but now he is. So that, that adds another element and and another um, uh, challenge as a writer. And again, that's what I enjoy. I, I enjoy the challenge of the whole process. You know, I, I took up uh, writing after retirement. Um, I retired a number of years ago. And like my main character, um, I was bored in retirement. And so I thought, you know, I, I'm going to start writing. And um, that's when I started with this with the first series, and I read the conventional wisdom that you should write what you love. So I took stock for a few days of, really, Cheryl, what do you love? And I, I said, you know, I love meeting people. 
um, I love travel and I'm going to combine those uh, passions. And that's when I decided on the, um, on the river cruise and ocean cruise series that, I, that I'm writing is, is just a joy to combine those passions together. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean about combining passions. I'm a mythology nerd and I love cozy mysteries. So I decided, hey, I am going to set my cozy mystery world of Sparks of Mystic Ranch Mysteries, that's what the series is called, in a world where mythological characters exist. Ah, great. <laughs> oh, that's great. That sounds like a good combination. <laughs> <laughs> the main character is an elf who runs a ranch in a mythical or a fictional town in southern Colorado and everyone in the town is a different mythological creature. <laughs> oh, that sounds great. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> Which has been so much fun to write because it's like, yeah. okay, I've come across this creature. How do I describe this to make sense? <laughs> and that's the challenge, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, lately I've delved into... um lumberjack folklore oh. they had some weird creatures <laughs> hey you know i must admit i've never heard of that before so you look you learn that's another thing being an author you learn something new every single day <laughs> yeah like you find out about a creature in folklore called a tea kettler okay that looked like a short squat dog with the ears of a cat and made the sound of a boiling tea kettle Okay. <laughs> that is something you find in lumberjack folklore well there you go <laughs> oh great <laughs> so if you and your main characters sat down for coffee or tea or whatever your preferred caffeine intake is <laughs> what would you get and what would they get ah okay so that's interesting because barbara uh, the woman who's in her 30s that I spoke of earlier, she, once you get to know her and you're her friend, she allows you to call her Barb. But uh, what uh, Barb drinks all the time is one third regular, two thirds decaf and lots of hot milk. And so throughout the story, you'll find Barbara ordering Adele, her cabin mate, my main character, to go and get her coffee. And, and by the second trip, Adele's memorized it. Okay, it's one, <laughs> one third regular, two thirds decaf, and lots of hot milk, which I think speaks a lot about Barbara. Uh, my, my characters quite enjoy happy hour, or they like to call it yappy hour on the ships. And so you'll find them uh, enjoying beverages uh, varying from uh, wine to cocktails to in their fourth trip. Uh, they are in Portugal and they are really quite enjoying the Portuguese port. And that became that becomes a key substance, if I can use that word, um, in the in the plot. <laughs> some some very expensive port goes missing. And so the uh, our girls, the main characters, Adele and Barb, they're charged with finding it and seeing what happened. So beverages, I would join them with all of those. <laughs> <laughs> So I've got to ask, do you find 
writing cozy mysteries that don't involve murder more difficult to write than those that do involve murder or for me for me actually I find it easier which is why I do that uh, I I have six grandchildren and when I started writing these books I thought you know my grandchildren are going to read these and, and their grandchildren I hope at, at some time are going to read these and so I think rather than murder I'm, I'm going to write about something that I know more about I, I don't know any murderers I don't know <laughs> I've never talked to anyone who's been murdered, and, but I do know uh, a lot uh, about white collar crime. And that's from my previous career. I was, I was an advisor and a uh, business coach um, before I retired. And so I can bring white collar crime to, to my writing. And I thought, you know, that's, that's easier for me to write. It's something that I know about. And again, it's, it's something new for the readers. I, I hope that, that my books, uh, bring kind of that vacation appeal to the cozy mystery reader who has been in the village and wants to maybe escape to somewhere else just just for a short read. My books are all uh, on the shorter end of the scale. They would take a couple hours to read. They're around 100 to 120 pages. And they're a bit of a escapism, I think, from the normal cozy read. That's either for some readers and it's not for other readers. Um, I like to say that uh, uh, my character, Tilly, my, my woman who's in her 70s, she loves country music and she loves country music lyrics. And one of my favorite uh, bands through Tilly is uh, Sawyer Brown. And Sawyer Brown has a song where one of the lyrics is, some girls don't like boys like me, but ah, some girls do. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and that's what I think about my writing. Um, you know, the, the readers who find my books and they're not interested in, that's okay. My books aren't for them. But uh, the readers who do find them and like them, uh, they're the readers I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think your books sound great. And I'm going to have to pick up a copy. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> Oh, they're fun. I, I, as I say, I have lots of fun and I, and I really enjoy, uh, I think, um, something that surprises me. I really enjoy reading other, uh, meeting other authors and meeting the readers. I, I hadn't thought about that when I started writing. I mean, writing, I think, can be a very selfish thing to do when you first start out. You have no idea um, that it's going to lead to connection. Uh, with all these other people that, who are doing the same thing and, and reading books that you enjoyed reading as well. So for me, that's been the biggest benefit of doing what I'm doing is meeting people like yourselves, your listeners, uh, re readers who contact me, um, you know, and just, I don't know, I, I just love this. I just love this life that I'm creating by doing this. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that topic, how can my snoops and sleuths follow you? Oh, okay, thanks. Uh, they can look for my website, CherylDuganAuthor.com, and they can find me on Amazon under Cheryl Dugan. And I will be sure to include the links for those in the show's notes. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate <laughs> that. <laughs> I have had so much fun chatting with you. I can't believe we're on the last question already. Oh, that went fast. <laughs> <laughs> what is one complaint your characters would have about you as an author? Oh, as an author, that's, that's a good question. 
I think their biggest complaint is that they couldn't sit down with me at yappy hour and share my um, quirks <laughs> with the rest of the world. I'm sharing theirs. Why can't they share mine? <laughs> I think that would be their biggest complaint. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, Cheryl, thanks for being on the show. Thank you, Leanne. I really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Well, Snips and Sleuths, you've heard another great interview here on The Cozy Sleuth. And if you're a cozy author out there who wants to be on the show, reach out to me at www.thecozysleuth.com slash contacts. And if you want to hear cozy mysteries read by live actors, check out The Cozy Mystery Rat's Maze wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Until next time, this is Leanna Shields saying, keep cozy.